0: Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius, and welcome to the 64th episode of the... Shoot that shit. Oh, get the shit. You get the shit. get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. I am your host, creator founder whatever you want to call me of the sts podcast we are on the 65th episode i want to give a big shout out to our returning listeners the show is nothing without you guys new listeners welcome to the show i hope you guys enjoyed episode 64 of the sts podcast with my brother nick hope you guys all shout out my happy birthday big, big 28 man the time is flying that's my guy and we had a hell of a podcast really good numbers for that pod and I think everybody enjoyed it I heard a lot of good responses they think that we're funny together he's funny and it's all blessings man and I want you guys to continue to um, to show love to the podcast make sure you follow us on the STS podcast on um, Twitter and Instagram STS podcast 661 follow us on Facebook Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you can find podcasts, I promise you the STS Podcast is going to be there. If you guys want any STS Podcast gear, hoodies, sweatshirt, uh, shirts, Anything of that nature, please contact us. We'll get you suited and booted. If you need any DJ EC3 merch, contact me. Again, we'll get you suited and booted. And a great turnout again. Like I said, episode 64 is in the can. We're going to work here on episode 65. We got a lot going on in the world in our nation right now. So I have a special guest coming on. My guy Mike, childhood friend. Really excited to get him on the podcast. I'm really excited for you guys to listen and um, just hear what we're talking about. And we're gonna talk a little bit about business also. Really wanted my guy Mike. We actually just connected today, and I said, "Hey man, let's kill two birds and one stone. Get on the podcast, man. And we will definitely um we'll, we'll talk about what we need to talk about. And really appreciative of everybody tuning in and we're trying to make every podcast the best one yet and i really love this conversation my guy mike and i have i really hope you guys enjoy it i hope you guys subscribe uh re- leave a review. doesn't matter if it's a one star five star just keep interacting let's keep this momentum going in 2021 really appreciate you guys tuning in again this is the sts podcast We're going to shoot the shit, but first let the D.O.C. tell you what you need to do. Now do me a favor, Favor. Favor. let me in here. Again, my name is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. I'm your host, founder, all that good stuff. And I got a very special guest here, me today, my childhood friend. And we're going to shoot the shit today. Got my guy Mike. What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? It's good to be here. How you doing, bro? You can hold it up. You don't got to bend over or whatever. It's cool. All right, cool. How you doing, man?
1: doing well man doing well all things considered doing good
0: dude i'm glad you texted me today because um there's a lot we i think we should talk about because we you know we're really interested in politics and whatnot and business too we're going to talk some business i'm really happy about that i'm excited we've been trying to have this convo for a while yeah so definitely. we just say let's kill two birds with one stone um let's just give an intro what i meet where i meet you at mike gosh <laughs> dude i knew you're gonna say that that's quite the question that is quite the, we're deeply rooted bro absolutely um, we could just give like a quick summary our fathers are best friends um we've been childhood friends since forever bro since the womb um i'm a little older than you but not by much so uh yeah bro we've, we've been deeply rooted my guy you're your family to me and i'm happy you're here bro
1: yeah likewise man i'm i'm pretty sure that you know, you have your own story of probably your first recollection of you know where we cross paths, and I have mine, and I'm sure it's uh, completely different because our parents have a different story. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, we certainly go way back, and uh, of course we're family, and um, yeah,
0: dude. Maybe. What's your earliest memory of us like hanging out? I'm thinking of, like San Luis, my guy, in, in that apartment. Yeah, with um, the bunk beds, that's, my guy. That's
1: definitely the most fondest memories that I have in my childhood, just because um, you know us growing up by the coast. Um, you know most of our family just wasn't even near us they Mm -hmm. were in close proximity they were in a completely different town and so uh me and my siblings we absolutely lived for uh those weekends uh, that were surprise weekends where our found, you know our parents just kind of came to us and said hey you know uh, we got these people coming over to hang out and Mm -hmm. uh, spend the weekend with us and of course you know that that meant you know we were in game mode you know dude that was some of the funnest times ever times and plan some stuff and so uh and so yeah, those are those are good times. But honestly, it seems like we have the same story. Yeah, I mean, you guys would come over, you know, quite a bit. Um,
0: Time yeah. flies, bro. We were so young; we had no idea what this life was. Right? Kind of
1: wild to think how long it's been.
0: It's yeah. been, man, maybe 20, 20 years, maybe at least twenty years, yeah, bro. For sure, it has to be. Maybe even a little bit longer than that. Because I would think we were seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Yes, you are. And I mis- remember you guys always coming to my nana's house and whatnot when you guys were in town like they love they still think about that you know so you guys definitely hold a special place and the whole family your family to us bro and i can't even start with our fathers how long they've been hanging out like it's it's crazy it's been years and years they're getting kind of old too though bro my dad just turned 50 it's crazy to think my dad's a grandpa now he's 50 years old it's like where did time go
1: Uh, man isn't life just so wild i mean i mean just think about all the time that's passed uh... You know, I'm, my dad turned fifty just a little bit before yours, uh, and it's just weird. I mean, I remember like we were celebrating his birthday, and you know, I was kind of saying some nice words to him and everything, kind of giving you know a little bit of a speech. Definitely. And it was kind of hard to believe that you know the words that I was saying. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm here I'm married, you know, and I have, I have a child and everything, and it's just, uh, it's just crazy to think how fast time flies. And it, it's 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 a it's a weird phenomenon because it feels like man, you know, time sped up so quick. But then it also has slowed down. It's it's a mixture of things.
0: The days are slow sometimes, I feel like. The days are slow, but the years go by so fast.
1: That's probably the most accurate you can put
0: it. Before we can get into, I guess, what we want to talk about today, I want to ask, how's fatherhood, man? I know you have a baby girl now.
1: Yeah, it's really good. She she
0: just turned, what, five, six months yesterday?
1: Just just five months, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. She was born on August 6th. Um, Her name is Ryan Alea Herrera.
0: Beautiful. Uh,
1: she is the best thing ever, man. She is such a smart little girl. Uh, she's such a really good kid, and uh, you know she's so young, but um, she's given us such a really easy time, man. Definitely. Uh, and she's, you know, we kind of feel accomplished in the sense that you know we have a pretty good schedule now, mm-hmm. but we're certainly not going to say that we haven't figured out, you know, because we're always learning. You know, of course we're new parents, but uh, she's just an absolute. Um, Man, she is the calm
0: in the storm right now. Swear, really, <laughs> definitely is. the calm in the storm. Yeah. There was a big, you know, blessings of 2020. She was definitely one of the blessings to you, I'm sure. Absolutely. In the year that was kind of hectic, well, was really hectic for everybody. But I'm really happy for you, man. Seriously, man and man, I'm really happy for you. Thank it's you. crazy. Thank I'm, you. I Appreciate that. Time flies, dude. It's crazy. Steph looks like she loves being a mom too. Like, oh man, but how is that like? Just seeing her become a mother and her adapting, just evolving. You know,
1: it. It's. It's really just. It's the coolest thing ever, man. I mean, really. If you were to tell me, you know, a few years ago that you know I'd be in this space where I'm, you know, I'm, you know raising a, a child in the middle of this, you know, pandemic, um, you know, it, it would have just seemed so wild and foreign to me. But to be honest, you know, you you really have a um, you know it's like an adventure, right? And it hits you all at once. You know, you're excited, you're nervous, you're all these things. Uh, but the second that your child is is there, none of that matters, you know, because hmm. she's there. Number one. You, and you know that it's all going to be okay and you have, you know, this huge responsibility. And so, um, you know, take a lot of pride in, in being a father. It certainly, you know, caused me to be a lot more respons- uh, responsible and, you know, aware of, of everything that I'm doing. And, um, and and to be honest, for me, I've never never thought I would say this, but it's come quite natural. You know, before, you know, wouldn't really hold babies you no, know, or definitely. anything like that. Um, but I don't know, there's just kind of this, this, this nurturing spirit that kind of comes, comes upon you. And at that point, you know, you just, you just do it, you know, you just handle mm-hmm. it. And so, uh, and so I'm really thankful that I'm able to learn, uh, so much, man. And I think everybody around the world, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, here I'm learning in, in, in one way in my home, but I mean, the world's, you know, as you can, as everyone knows, it's just, uh completely flipped upside down right now people's lives have been put on a hold
0: so many people have been affected negatively in 2020 it's it's sad but i guess we are kind of lucky what we've gained in 2020 i've gained a lot just being closer to my family yeah and being able to count blessings and see what we do have we got to focus on now what we don't have doesn't really matter we got we just got to focus on what we have that's going to carry us to 2021, which started off kind of hectic, but hey, we're here, man. We're definitely here. And I really hold you in high regard, too. That's why I wanted you on the pod. I think you'll are you be a great guest, honestly. Thank you're you smart, bro. That, bro. You're a good-hearted person. I'm not surprised at all that you've uh, <laughs> transitioned to fatherhood effortlessly. Maybe not effortlessly, but kind of it's natural. <laughs> so I'm really happy you're here, bro. Um, we you. can kind of get started with... The world's kind of going through right now, Mike And I know you just told me, you know, you were a political science major You love this I guess, I don't know if you can say you love politics But you kind of love, you were in the game for a while You've worked for some people Yeah So, would I be wrong in saying this week You know, we've seen this This rise in the Capitol I don't know if we call it it riots We call it a protest Whatever the hell the word you want to use It was violent at the end of the day Yeah. Would you call this a coup? A failed coup? Um, what do do you think, how would you categorize this? If you got, you know, in 20 years when history has to judge what happened this week, how would you, what would you call it?
1: You know, honestly, just my initial thought, right? I mean, we're in interesting times and it's almost like you see something happening and you, you kind of just pause and you're trying to understand what you're looking at. Oh my God. Yes. Um, Yes. And that's kind of what, how I've been trying to process everything because, um, you know, we kind of touched about this a little bit, but, but basically everything that's happening, right, is kind of completely just contradicted and really just thrown everything that I thought I understood out the window. Mm-hmm. You know? um, certainly this is textbook stuff. This is history in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really, I, I don't think necessarily it's really, um, you know, on its face, certain things that have happened, you know. I'm I'm just trying to be a better person and be aware of understanding everything, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's a lot to take in. This is overwhelming. A lot of people are going through some stuff. We are in dangerous and difficult times. Definitely. And so for me, myself, I'm trying to just learn how to be a better listener, you know, learn how to... um, really just if I take a position really understand what it is that I'm trying to you know convey to somebody uh be respectful of others and I think that's that's really it may, it may sound a little bit cliche just because um you know we've been hearing it through speeches and all kinds of things but really the I mean for, for me personally the whole reason that you know I, I totally get geeked out about politics it's not because I'm interested in fancy speeches and things like that mm-hmm. but I you know at the root of it, I'm always concerned about um, people. You know, I Pub- care. I care about people. I care about connecting with people through relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, I just always realized that as a young person, as I transitioned into my early twenties, is that um, I noticed that a lot of young folks at the time weren't they didn't they didn't care to participate or understand politics. But I really just th- that was unfathomable to me mm-hmm. because. I don't really know if those folks or at least the people that I came across the ones I'm referring to really understood how much of a direct impact that would have on their lives you know definitely and so um, and so, because I'm I, I always want to be centered uh, laser focused around the, the business of changing people's lives for the better and improving people's circumstances uh, well as uh, you know by default politics plays a role in that you know yes which is why it's kind of um, you know spe- uh, spearheaded me to study that you know, devote, you know, part of my, you know, career, my job portfolio to, you know, to paying attention to those things. Um, but getting kind of back to your question, um, if you think it, it was a failed attempt, I mean, there's so many things that could be said, right? Mm, I definitely. Mean, um, and I think that t- in today's um, society, um, you know, folks are, you know, whatever side of the aisle you're on, you know, politics, you know, this party, that party, yes. at the bare root of it is that I think there's really a lot of hypersensitivity of you know folks either you know you're with us you're against us or you know this or that or whatever and there's so many different positions but um aside from all of that i i think we really need to like recollect you know and understand you know we need to be better listeners what what are we not understanding what are they not understanding what can't we convey Mm -hmm. um because um obviously it was tragic you know what happened that's just
0: people died yeah, that's so, was yeah, it's heartbreaking, and it's great and i know we're so desensitized but like you said what i was watching this and i'm just watching for the electoral debates you know they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're certifying these electoral votes and whatnot and in the middle of this i forgot what um i don't know if it was representative or senator middle of this guy's speech they're calling a recess and they rarely don't interrupt people's time unless they yield it and then they stopped it called the recess and i see pants being pulled out by secret service and that's when it started clicking, like, what's going on? They're really trying to break it to the Capitol, which I thought was impossible. Have you been to D.C. at all?
1: Uh, No, I haven't. Um, Me, personally, but uh, to be honest, I I mean, I agree with you.
0: How Um, does the Capitol building get broken into when Congress is in session? It's not just—it's both houses are in session. Well,
1: I mean, certainly we can—I mean, it's a proven fact that there are barriers between the outside and the inside, Mm -hmm. so— That that seems to be one of the biggest questions that people are pondering right now. Just because um, it shouldn't be able to happen. That can't happen,
0: especially when when all five hundred or it five hundred thirty five people are there. Mm -hmm. Like, and these are supposed to, you know, they these people. People want to hurt them. Yeah. No matter, no matter what, their lives are in danger when they do serve the people, and they just let this mob walk into it. it doesn't matter what color they all that. We're not gonna talk about color and all that good stuff. This angry mob went to the Capitol when they're in session, and people died because of it. Yeah. Law enforcement. You know, we have some, a veteran got yeah. shot. That was, and they show all. They showed all this on social media. Mm-hmm. That was overwhelming to me. I'm like, what the hell is going on because at the end of the day we do have i don't know how about how how you feel but with me once an unarmed person is getting shot by law enforcement it's a problem no matter and i and there is certain circumstances maybe it is i guess um it's going to be worthy of it but this didn't seem like it warranted that type of um action
1: The, the biggest thing that um is really just such a sobering feeling through all of this is that um you know if folks didn't really uh, at least for, for myself I, I keep you know keep rethinking this thought over and over as the days go by as we're in the midst of all this and that it's just I never really I guess I was I, I, just being honest with myself I guess I never really understood how sensitive life is right mm-hmm. I mean we know that to a degree but now it's like anything can happen yes. right? and yes. um, it's so scary to think that I mean here, you know, here's this building that, you know, obviously is a, is a symbol for, uh, you know, structure and, and government and all these things, um, you know, in our country, you know, democracy, and yet it was breached, you know. And just like that, life is so sensitive, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's a barrier that was crossed that never thought could, you know, could have happened, and yet it did. Definitely. And here we are in 2020, you know, mm-hmm. where, uh, where we have... You know the most available of resources and technology and things, and yet stuff like this is still happening. You know. Yes. And so um, it's a lot to take
0: in. It's it was really overwhelming. I remember I just I'll never forget as long as I live when this was happening. The only person I could think about was calling my was my grandpa. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you watching this? Like I can't believe this is probably gonna happen. They're trying to overtake the Capitol building in the middle of this debate. That's why I thought, hmm, it's a violent uprising against something, you know, election-wise. We see it as a third-world country sometimes with these coupes. I'm like, is this a failed coup?
1: Yeah, it, and it's, it's, it's pretty insane just to think how quickly it escalated, right? Because, oh my God. I mean, if the, you turn on the news, right, you can see a protest, and to be quite honest, there's been a lot of them. You know? Yes. Um, but just so quickly it changed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously it hits everybody else different in their homes. But for me at the time, I was watching the news, and I'm holding my daughter, right? and this recurring theme in, in my head has been, you know, I told you that she's the calm in the storm, and, and we have set, you know, for me, I have such this this feeling of responsibility, right? Now, you know, because, I mean, our parents, right? We think the world of our parents, mm-hmm. and, you know, as I was learning to, to realize that, you know, I'm becoming, um, you know, I'm soon to become a father, I'm thinking in my head, you know, gosh, our parents are our heroes, and now this little girl, you know, may think that, you know, I'm her hero, but she's not going to know. I don't have it figured out. You know, I'm still, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm in my twenties, you know, I'm trying yes. to uh, navigate life. We're in the middle of this pandemic and here God has blessed me with this, with this life. And now I am, you know, I'm tasked with keeping her safe. Yes. And I'm watching all of this and I'm holding her in my hands and I'm just thinking, you know, where am I in this point in history? You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, My responsibility is to her, but, and I'm just looking about how fragile life is, and how unfortunate, you know the what we're seeing on on TV, and it's, uh, you know, it's just it's just so scary, you know. But, um, but you know, just being open and honest for myself, uh, you know, I I just know that as far as me and my home, you know, we'll continue uh, to believe how we do, and you know, we'll continue to shelter in place, you know, and just. Uh, know continue to pray through it and pray for our country
0: yeah. yes yeah. i think we need that yeah, for sure absolutely. bro it's so crazy you know people can't really have a dialogue anymore if they're not on the same side it's like it's by way or the highway yeah and, and whatever happens like i'm sure you found a little politics because there was a time we could find common ground work towards that goal of helping the people because we're just public service at the end yeah, of the day well, that's
1: kind of what i was getting at a little bit earlier when i mentioned like you know if you're not with us you're against us right because mm-hmm. I get that folks are passionate, but in, in that heat of passion, we can't really come to a point where we're no longer, like, we're, we're so kind of polarized to where it's like, you know, we're not willing to listen to the other side. Because at that point, that's where things get dangerous, and we've already seen it. Yes, right?
0: yes, over and, and over. And
1: at that point, I think we have already lost, because there's no opportunity to really understand another person's perspective, right? Because, I mean... We, I mean, it, it, it's kind of, it's the same thing that's happened, you know, from from the beginning of, beginning of time to now. It's like, why do we study for tests? Because when we have more knowledge, we're able to do more, right? We're able to get the right answer. Mm-hmm. We, you know, why do we deliberate? And, it, you know, it can be across every industry, mm-hmm. right? And it's the same thing, right? And it, it sounds funny because I feel like I'm just talking in cliches, but... Um, you're right. You well you're right. Though, it, but it's really just—it's like, all right, let's get back to basics. You know, let's let's get back to caring about people. Um, and it sounds terrible that uh, we can, you know, all you know, throw tantrums and stuff. But it's just—it's so polarized one way or another. And um, I just feel that, um, for me personally. Um, that's going further as to how, you know, we're going to accomplish things and move forward together as a country together.
0: And know? I think that's what we need. I think yeah. it's been divided for so long. Yeah. And again, it doesn't matter which side you want. I just seen, um, it was real disappointing. Just And this is from my point of view, strictly. And this is the shooting the shit podcast. We're not here to change anybody's mind on anything. Yeah. We're not here to change your opinion, your beliefs. We're just saying, we're just, we're just friends talking. How I felt about it too was the reaction of law enforcement. Seen a lot of videos of them letting people in with ease. wasn't, and I don't want anybody to get shot, struggle. I don't want people to get forced their way into. But it wasn't. It seemed like with ease.
1: I don't think there's any deliberation to be had that there was uh, a lack of responsiveness there. Right? Yes. Uh, because I mean, because the fact of the matter is is, is if they, um, if it, but for them being lackadaisical right? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been able to breach that that place yeah.
0: so and that's what they're saying too like they had no idea they didn't have any idea of the crowd that was going to be there like is that a valid excuse we're going to let them run with that like i don't know for my for me it's kind of fish. you know when they had you know these these uh these rides back a couple months ago in june july the, the security was pretty high there i don't know if they had the, the national guard there i don't know what if they had the reserves where they had going on they they mobilized it was a little more stricter in June than it was if, on if, Wednesday.
1: If we have sufficient intel being obtained in other countries, across the world, overseas. Oh, yes. I'm I'm I have a hard time believing that, that we weren't able to get a text or <laughs> Or you know some type of note, or you know a phone call saying, "Hey, expect this."
0: Right? Especially when the president's calling, for, you know, we're going to mobilize this day. Didn't say, I didn't. It's, I, I'm not trying to play sides here. Yeah, he didn't say anything about let's go raise hell in the Capitol. Let's go break in during the session when they're going to do yeah. the certification. Yeah. They knew there was a rally though, and they kind of know how these things are. Especially when it's the last resort. This was the last ditch effort to save any chances they had.
1: Yeah, oh, as a so as a just speaking as a person, right? Like not, not being a proponent of one party to the other. Cause, Definitely. cause again, I, I don't really like to approach things like that. Mm-hmm. I like to understand facts. I like to take things uh, and, you know, and sympathize and, and possibly empathize with, with folks in a situation and just, you know, be able to discern based on facts and, and, you know, testimonials and things to come to a collective decision. Mm-hmm. But as a, as an American citizen, right. Watching this in my home, and you know, watching the news and all of that, right? Um, again, you know, political parties aside, as just as it as an American citizen, I felt that there was a an extreme lack of leadership in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. And because uh, it, it's actually it, it's it's so deeper uh, than than kind of what it appears to. Because I mean, if you think about it, right? The White House, the you know, the um, the legislature, all those buildings, they're sacred buildings, but those are literal symbols of unity in our country yes and when it in 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 a time as scary as that there should have been an immediate response whether it was law enforcement or the president hopping on the television to say the american people we are still strong we are together Mm -hmm. you know every president has done it in the past um and the reason for that is because there is a responsibility that comes Mm -hmm. with uh with those positions right Mm -hmm. and so for a split second what we saw was vulnerability in our country mm-hmm. in our homes um you know and across tons of different sectors you know we um,
0: still have that vulnerability believer or not. Yeah, who would have thought
1: and and that's and that's who what would have thought that's what i'm saying right and so and so it, at that point you start analyzing okay how do we how do we fix it right like, yeah. what's the problem well at, at bare minimum why are they there because they don't, you know, because we don't understand each other. You know, one group doesn't understand another. You know, they don't. You know, um, you know they don't agree with. In this case, they were the know, protesting the you know the mm-hmm. the votes in regards to the electoral uh, you know college and things like that. And so um, it really comes down to basic communication. You know, Definitely. like literally. I mean, how many times in uh, in in your life have you have you. Uh, misinterpreted something right just because it wasn't conveyed to you the correct way right? all the time yeah still when, do it so when i so when i was like studying in school right um um you know i was always afraid of math just because um you had the right answer and you have the wrong answer right? no yeah yeah
0: by a centimeter you're yeah. still and up you're so, wrong
1: well, just to kind of share a story i was in college one time and i was having some trouble and i think i was in a statistics class or um or something like that and uh one of my buddies, uh, he needed some help with um, literature in, in his English class. Mm-hmm. And so I said, hey, man, um, you know, I tend to do pretty well on that subject. If you don't mind helping me because he's really good at math, if you don't mind helping me, I don't mind returning the favor and helping you. right?" Mm-hmm. And so I helped him with this paper and we stayed up late and he helped me with my math. And, and uh, you know, it was a really cool relationship and, and we got along really well. And um, after helping him with his paper, we wrote his paper. And then, um, you know, we marked it all up, right? And he said, "Well, why would you do that?" And I said, "Just you know, just bear with me, right?" And so I circle things, and we're looking through at thesaurus and synonyms and all kinds of stuff. And he comes back to me uh, about a week later. He says, "Hey, man, I just want to say I appreciate it. I really appreciate it." So don't you know for what? You know, I kind of forgot at that point. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, "You know, you helped me get an A on my paper." Right. Time. And so he said, uh, "And so he said, I don't know how you can do that." With words, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I said, well, you know, with with math, you know, it's more daunting to me because it's, it's right and wrong, right? And yeah. I don't want to get this out of context, but basically, no, right. but basically, what I'm getting at with English is the reason that it didn't scare me as much was because though it takes more time, right? You have to chew on it, you have to, you know, figure it out. But there's always a better word that could be used, yes, right? Yes, and, and ultimately, when you can, when you stop and you deliberate and you sit on it, right? Which is what we should be doing in our decision making. Mm-hmm. We come to a point where we feel that the word choice that we're about to deploy is sufficient mm-hmm. enough to convey to our audience what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. I think that's the ex- one of the big keys of what we're lacking in society today. Mm-hmm. Um, just and and I think it's you know um, you know I think it's just a lack of patience. You know we always you know try to you know, especially we, nowadays. Yeah, we just you know we try to convey things as soon as we can, just because we're either you know um, highly charged because it's emotional or something, but. Uh, it, it really takes um, some responsibility to realize that words are words are important. It, it obviously had a factor in what transpired. It you know had a factor in what led to that. You know, mm-hmm. and so it just sounds so vague, man. I keep like no, feel like you like right. A, I'm you you're know right. like a broken record, but uh, communication is key, man. I mean, you know, it uh, it literally has the opportunity to um, change someone's emotion as to how they're receiving what you're trying to say right and it's it's hard because what one person is receiving right they're taking it as hostile language right mm-hmm. but somebody but that person may not know that they're not causing that reaction you mm-hmm. know so we just have to understand each other's uh you know, we just have
0: to understand what well, you said about you know the foundation bringing that back to the fundamentals we got to remember we're americans yeah. i know people like to cut and dry well you know we're left right whatever middle But at the end of the day, who are you loyal to, your party or your your nation? Mm -hmm. Are we going to move forward as a nation the next four years and try to fix what's been going on the last 30 years? Because this wasn't something that just blew up in the last four years, in my opinion. This is something that's been um, growing. This has been a problem that we've had since the beginning of our nation, honestly, when it comes to equal rights, equal freedom of speech, Mm -hmm. assembly, whatnot. That's what they're trying. I think on Wednesday, they were trying to say, you know, we're trying to take back our country. This is our revolution. And I thought that was super, it was wrong the way they went about it. Like, how are we going to do that on our own, I guess, own, I don't know how do I say this, own land? Like, how do I say it? You're doing it to ourselves. You're going to, we're hurting each other. It's not like it's a, you know, it's a foreign enemy. It's, this is all domestic terrorism. in my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was, it was, it was a sign of domestic terrorism. What we've seen on, was it Wednesday? yeah well Wednesday, yeah I mean, right? I mean
1: in my honest opinion right like there's there, for, speaking for myself right like that shouldn't be tolerated at all right exactly I, I mean, um you know there's ways to go about things uh you know we're all adults and um you know that's just i mean putting folks in you know lives in jeopardy and a
0: lady got yeah. trampled to death yeah. like what in the hell's going on is that how we're going to solve these issues yeah. i don't know man i think the last like i'm and i don't Wish bad on any president. Yep. I want Biden to succeed a hundred percent. I wanted Trump to succeed hundred percent. Because when the pres, if the president fails, that means we fail, In my opinion, um, we shall see the next four years though. It's gonna be real interesting. Uh, Twitter just banned Donald Trump from um yeah I just from their that, platform actually, just before getting here. That's a slippery slope, Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, you know, obviously, it's a big. Topic of discussion, you know, the the influence that social media platforms have on today's society, and um,
0: it's huge. It's mind-boggling yeah. how fast that is. Yeah, and, how it, big it, it
1: is. It's kind of it's kind of something that I'm still trying to like understand because we've had like video recordings, you know, like and stuff like that um, for a long time now. But I guess the disconnect, uh, which is what it was in the past and now, is we. I mean, we had videotapes and recorders, all the stuff. But the fact to actually uh, broadcast that mm-hmm. so quickly, right? Mm-hmm. to the point where, um, you know, at that point it causes and sh- shakes the world, you know, mm-hmm. it causes an impact immediately. Um, it's, uh, it's it's it, yeah, it's, it's something to, I know that you know, in the legislature, there's been a lot of scrutiny with how Facebook has responded to certain things and of course they've been in Senate hearings and and everything, but it's just uh, it, it, it's such a hard thing to really come to, Yes, you can do this. No, you can do that, right? And that's kind of what we're in the weeds of just because um, there are freedoms and sometimes um, potentially those can overlap. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm able to say whatever I want, but I can't say it here,
0: you know? This is a and, pri- We're a yeah, private company yeah, and we, yeah. we're utilizing our company yeah. policies on – just say Trump, for example, yeah. Trump. He's inciting the ins- insurrection. Yeah.
1: And, and what, what it comes down to, again, is interpretation, right? Mm-hmm. Because everything, again, kind of revolves around – back to communication – uh, and, and in regards to, like, the, ju- the judicial uh, branch of government, right, their job is to read case law and understand exactly, you know, what would, what should be ruled based on the case at hand, the facts and circumstances, as well as how they view the Constitution. There's mm-hmm. You know, there's some, um, you know, uh, Supreme Court justices that believe that the – that the constitution was should be interpreted as it was written and only as it was written. Mm-hmm. And then there's some in the judicial system that feel that the constitution is a living breathing document and that it's always adapting, right? Because mm-hmm. the rules that would technically apply to 2020 wouldn't apply when the founding fathers created right? Definitely. it, right? Of course it wasn't even most of the this, the you know the dilemmas that we face now and today in society they couldn't even consider that that was going to be a thought specific. Yeah, they couldn't fathom but, but, social media. But they media. knew that the world was going to change, right? Mm-hmm. But again, it's like we can only do so much, right? I mean, and and you know what I find uh, is really uh, bothersome to me um, at, is the fact that we have all the resources available to us to to um, progress ourselves in the way that we communicate, mm-hmm. and yet why is it that when we, when we read the Constitution? or the Federalist Papers or or things Mm -hmm. that those before us have left Mm -hmm. that language sounds so profound and I'm not talking about you know just using fancy words and thou's and shall's but the fact that what they you can feel you can literally feel and understand the profoundness in what they were trying to proclaim or say Mm -hmm. right based on their word choice right Mm -hmm. and yet now in today's society we should be way past that way progress that mm-hmm. and yet we find that ourselves not being able to tell each other what we want yes and how to understand each other mm-hmm. and it's like this isn't right you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of that's what that's why i focus on language that's why i think there's a big issue because at least when the founding fathers established all that stuff right um we were able, at least at its bare face we're able to see well, this is this is what these guys are talking about right mm-hmm. this is why they did that you know and so it just gets a lot hairy obviously the world's always uh changing and evolving and you know laws are going to be what they may because you know situations come as as, as time progresses but um it's just it's just a lot to really understand that that's the reality of things
0: you know it's hard to digest what's going on the last year and now we had that digest what what's going on the last week. It's a, It's it's really overwhelming. Like, how do you wrap your head around this from the election on, honestly? We could just mm-hmm. talk about that. The common person, I don't think, can really wrap their head around what's going on. And, you know, we do have our news outlets that kind of just give us what they want. Mm-hmm. That's what's kind of scary about the Twitter thing I was talking about. Oh, absolutely. Um, I feel like we're going to do with Donald Trump. We got to do with everybody because he's not the only one who's inciting a riot. There's plenty of people on there who want... You know, like I said, on Wednesday, oh, why don't they shoot them like they shoot us? Or, um, why don't, uh, why don't you hurt cops, kill cops? Whatever they want to say when the other side's rioting. I think it's real dangerous. We're going to just place this, um, we're going to, we're going to really establish this line here, but everybody else could pass it. But when the president, oh, we're banning him for life. I think it's real dangerous with, um, with our freedoms. Mm-hmm. I think it's a slippery slope. Just in another case. Again I'm not picking sides. When Hunter was coming around. The Hunter story. They wiped it off the face of the social media land. Mm-hmm. They did that on purpose. That's with intentions. They didn't give us the chance to look at it. And it come um, come to a conclusion for ourselves. And what we believe in. Maybe this guy is. Like, maybe he is getting whatever money he's getting from a foreign country. I think we should be able to have a. How do I say this? We should be able to look at everything for ourselves and determine that for ourselves.
1: Yeah, it's it, you know it's just concerning. Like I, I forget who I was telling, gosh, um, this past week. Uh, but I was in a conversation, and you know, because everyone's you know hitting everybody up and saying, you know, hey, are you watching the news or hey, are you seen this, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes you get information about oh, the stimulus, is, you know, stimulus check is coming out this week, and oh, you know, we may not get it because the Senate's doing this or blah blah blah, but. At one point I remember I told somebody it, it's really concerning that that um, we don't know what to believe. You know? Yes. Um, because I, it, everything has kind of fallen flat, you know, so um, it it's it, it's really difficult to understand that if you want is you know, I mean and the difference that it makes is the way that you put your headline.
0: Really literally. Clickbait I mean, is real. Alex. Yeah, yes, clickbait j- is everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The way I mean, the way that you put a headline could uh, obviously, um, you know, portrayed people exactly. You know what they're trying to cut, get across or what mm-hmm. position they're trying to take. Um, but so yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult because um, you know there's of course, but at the same time, it is such a slippery slope because you know, freedom of speech.
0: Right? I, exactly, yeah. and they're saying it, does, and I understand they're a private company. But it's still, yeah, I think we no. still got to protect that. No, and then when they're mean. coming after the president, no matter who it is, and I always say it was president, Biden, president, Clinton, president, Trump, Obama. I don't think that's a slippery slope. I don't think we should mess with. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think it's, I didn't think it was going to come to that. I'm shocked. And are they going to impeach him in 12 days, nine days? And what they're saying is. We're not doing it because um we wanna set a precedent for anybody else after him. Yeah. That this will not be tolerated again. And I do believe it shouldn't be tolerated at all. But is that what we're gonna do based off some you know I didn't hear it from his mouth to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Seen the tweets, but I didn't see him saying he inside anything that was really crazy on that day. But um who knows? People interpret things differently than and, I do. Then
1: that's what I'm saying. That's why people I, definitely that's interpret I kinda,
0: his tweets differently than I that's do. That's how
1: I kind of feel, right? Because or that's what I was trying to say earlier is because um, you know it, it's hard because some people could say he did respond, right? And some mm-hmm. people would say, well, he didn't. But for me, myself, I just know that um, it should be for some, in some, in most situations, actually, probably in all situations, um, it should be unequivocal, mm-hmm. right? And so. Uh, it, like, if, if I'm passionate and I believe about something, I, you know, I'm not going to apologize for it, you know, and that's kind of, well, it really is the beauty of like, our, like, bicameral system of government and how it's set up, right? Because we're free to believe how we want. Yes. And as a result of that, tons of people are going to have different beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be somebody that objects to your position, mm-hmm. right, or something like that. And so when it comes down to it, when a law's passed, people are either going to be happy or aren't going to be happy. Mm-hmm. But that's why this whole system of government exists, right? Definitely. Because, um, you know, if you don't like it, change it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, and, and it sounds sad, but it's the truth, right? If you don't like it, change it, but how do we go about that? And then, it, you know, it's, it's the cycle, right? Yeah, it's, it's an endless go. cycle, bro. It, it, it goes back, and all we can hope for is that you know, we treat each other with respect. Mm-hmm. We learn how to progress in our communication. And from that, much like a test, right, mm-hmm. we clean out those words. We figure it out. And at one point, we come up with a product that maybe as a whole, based on, you know, popular vote, things like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, we get just that much closer to being unified. You yes. Know, that's the whole you know, hope that's, that's
0: the, goal. will say, I didn't feel like he was trying to unify the people this week. Yeah. And th- yeah. But and, I was disappointed with the video drop. He just dropped the video. Like I was kind of happy Biden called yeah. him out. You got to do that. Yeah,
1: I just, I interpreted vagueness. Right. And, and keep, I keep harping right on the importance of being intentional with your words. And stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I felt like it was fairly, you know, mediocre, you know? And so it was, it wasn't, you know, saying too much of this or too much of that, but you know, in, in times of, of, of turmoil, you know, as as the definition of turmoil, as the leader of, of your country, your people are scared. Right. Um, and, and that's, what's like so crazy is that, um, the concept of the presidency, right? I mean, people, they, they were supposed to be a, a symbol of what you, Aspire to be right. I mean, literally, right down to yes. you know the the family with the kids, you know, and and everything, and and the fact that and you know interpretation of that obviously can, can you know for other folks and stuff, you know. Is probably different but
0: the president was a role model the, at one yeah, point
1: yeah in a roundabout way that's kind of what I'm saying and and now you know because I mean the qualifications to be the president are actually very very far you know? <laughs> yes uh, you um, were
0: naturally born and you to be over 42 yeah,
1: yeah I think it's, I think it's honestly 35 is I it
0: 35 I don't know what okay maybe 35 maybe it's 45 I don't know no, maybe, I, I, I thought... have to revisit that quite honestly even definitely. though i studied it some time ago. no but, definitely
1: but um, but yeah I mean that that's kind of what I'm getting at is that it could you know Things are just always changing and stuff, but at but at its core, you are supposed to be uh, you know a beacon of you know of, of hope, yes. and unity, and reassurance that we have it under control. That though our you know our government is you know working or you know in a curtailed manner, or that we're experiencing turmoil, is that we are still a country. We are mm-hmm. unified. You know, you know, shelter in your homes. You know, pray for the United States. We'll get through this together. Stay tuned, you know something like that, mm-hmm. and there was there
0: was none of that. We didn't have something to hold on to, so that um, it that, was sad, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's it was, it was. Um, I think one of the things, and this is what I was. Let me just um, how do I say this? Let me just kind of uh, just not justify, but just let me say something again. The way I meant with, I don't think he was inciting a riot when he states, "I'm not going to show up to inauguration on the 20th. They deleted that because they're saying people can interpret that as hey, let's do it again on the 20th. I'm not gonna be there, you're not gonna hurt me, I'm not gonna be in attendance. They will be, though. I didn't take it like that. I was disappointed the man's not gonna be there because grace, even in defeat, yeah. grace that's what the president's supposed to be. He's supposed to be above all of that. You lost, fine, you have to have some grace, though, some character, and that's lacking. And this is like another, I was telling my brother this too. I don't think Jefferson showed up to John Adams's, um or I don't think Adams showed up to Jefferson's uh, inauguration. There's a couple times in history this has happened when the president doesn't go to the next president's inauguration. Don't think that's a big deal. I know in this day and age, we act like this is the first time for everything. We were just talking about this um, with the pandemic in the 20s. Woodrow Wilson got the Spanish flu. Got a stroke because of it was never the same. So this isn't, history is repeating itself to a certain degree, I think. But that was kind of the way I wanted just to throw it out there. Didn't say the man never incited violence. I'm talking about what those specific tweets that they deleted and they banned him. Didn't see exactly where that said, hey, we're going to do this again. Let's riot again. Let's attack our own. Let's do this again. Didn't see that at all. Just scary times, slippery slope with the with the freedom of speech. I think if we have to call it fair on all sides, whoever does incite violence, does a matter of a person like you and I, a celebrity like some of our athletes, they all should be banned then, because yeah. yeah. they're utilizing this private platform, yeah. right?
1: I, I think I think one thing that's also important to recognize is that um, you know though it is a slippery slope. When I keep talking about like the progression and and moving forward as a country, ultimately what that means is that you know, a position has to be made, right? So mm-hmm. it's okay to believe in what you believe in, right? Just, um, because that's, that's the whole beauty of America, right? Mm-hmm. We're all going to believe different things. It's okay to have a position. It's okay to believe that, um, for me, I just, you know, hopefully with others too, is that, you know, they're able to get, be the most informed they can to come to, to be able to articulate, you know, a, you know, mm-hmm. a position, Definitely, um, because, uh, you know, that's just, that's just healthy, but it, what it comes down to is having a position stating those reasons why. You mm-hmm. know, um, being able to uh, have an honest discussion. And I get really honestly frustrated. Um, you know, most people, for, for the most part, at least a few years ago, you know, didn't really like talking politics and now it's really a topic of discussion all the time. But I get really frustrated when people get really heated. Um, yes. Only because um, <laughs> for me, and, and, and the way I see it is, I'm like, well, you know, um, I, I just find it a little bit childish that you're not able to talk about really difficult things you know mm-hmm. and remain you know in, in a mature manner you know mm-hmm. so that we can actually have an adult conversation um i actually you know uh um president lincoln i believe um so there's a book i believe it's called a a team of rivals and um uh, i believe what, what the book is premised on and i haven't been able to you know kind of finish it to be honest uh uh, there's been a lot of things obviously having a baby and stuff that's no, kind me from it but there's a um, there's a book called Team of Rivals and I believe if, if the book's correct uh, is that President Lincoln in his cabinet surrounded himself with people that he didn't agree yeah, with yeah opposition yeah, yeah. yes and, yes and, yeah, I heard that and that's extremely healthy right because yes. it allows you to understand different positions have a different perspective mm-hmm. so that way you're actually able to come to that much more of an informed decision right so you did do able that. To have more basis for the position that you are going to end
0: with mm-hmm. um, so i'm not 100 percent sure but i think back in the day first co-president if you whoever was the second place was your vice president i think that's the way it was for a couple of times i don't know when they started changing that mic, but i believe that's the way it used to be who i think that's exactly what happened with adam's and Jefferson I think Jefferson was his running mate I believe or his vice president at the end of the day he became his vice president it's crazy I think that should be something that we should go back to a little bit
1: it's pretty funny nowadays that like you'll see them go at it at the podium right and they'll be in debates and they'll say well this person's (laughs) been in you know um, you know in the legislature for 40 years and do you honestly think he's gonna do something different and then you got you know that guy saying look at this clown he's dividing the country right and all Mm -hmm. this and that but um, but specifically in regards to their own parties right mm-hmm. you'll literally have the same person that called you out
0: called you a racist
1: be your vp yes you know, like, yes you know? um and it's almost like we just forget you know people
0: the attention span of the world yeah, is yeah it's, so it's almost small, like we bro. just
1: forget but like for me i hold i i hold on to those things right yes. because i'm like okay like let's do away with this um, okay, well, I got elected to be VP. Let's you know, let's squash that. And obviously, it's healthy to squash things and move forward. Yeah. But the thing is, it's
0: like, personal.
1: That's that shouldn't be normal. Yeah, you know, dude. Like, that's I don't just know. Weird.
0: I don't know if we call each other racist. we could do business together. I don't know if I could do like, that. I know how you think. Yeah, how am I gonna I you think, yeah, <laughs> like <to> trust you? <laughs> yeah. First of all, which I already know how you think yeah. of me. Like
1: I always find that very, very uh, hilarious when I watch the debates.
0: Definitely feel like I guess the overall picture for we move on. I think the president did fail us as a country. There was certain things. I'm not saying he could have fixed it, made everybody go away. But there was, as a leader, I think he had a responsibility to do more. Absolutely. Um, and it's sad, man. And I'm, this is another thing, too. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, bro, but I felt like this was a way to prop up Congress a little bit. Because they're coming off this backlash with the stimulus checks and how they only gave out 1800 during this whole year, which is, some people really needed it. I think you and I, we're going to grind it out. We're going to get by no matter what. We don't need the handout. So they, I don't think they're in good terms right now. Where they're at, well, at least with the morale with the people, the, the people, their morale's really low on Congress. Yeah. So they had this going on. Okay, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. The way I'm just thinking, and they came back that night, finished the vote. You know, we we're str- we're, we're going to work for the American people. Nothing could stop us. Not even a freaking a failed coupon the Capitol when we're in session. You know, I feel like that's kind of like uh, it's a ploy. Well, you know, also, a certain way, it's a ploy because at the end of the day, don't forget what they just did to us this last year. Now we're gonna put them back on this pedestal. Well,
1: well you know, I think I think th- that probably the discussion that's going around the United States, I'm willing to bet, is that um, you know, so so Congress obviously they make you know really high salary, but it's very possible. So so the obviously um, you know you already know this, but. The congressmen or, you know, senators or, or you know, whoever they may be, elected representatives, mm-hmm. right? They represent certain districts, you know, mm-hmm. within their home states, right? Definitely. And obviously they are a representative elected by the people for the people, right? Yes. They, uh, you know, they have, um, um, you know, they have district maps of the regions that they cover. And I'm not... I'm not saying that they don't do those things, right? Because I've literally been in it and they, they work hard. They do constituent work, right? Mm -hmm. They meet with folks. They have what's called mobile office hours and they make sure that they're readily available for folks. Mm -hmm. And I get that. And their staff, you know, their staff that work that in their district office while, you know, they go to, um, you know, Washington DC or in the state legislature or what it may be. But on the surface, I, 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 can tell you that, um, that probably the, the majority of folks are thinking that at one point there was a disconnect between those those elected representatives and the people definitely and what that sobering feeling was is when they breached that room the reality set in that you're not too far connected from from where we are you're touchable yeah you are are that that close right yes and um, not saying that it was like a good thing that came of it because I would never dare say that no definitely but certainly those those staff members and the at least certainly the elected representatives were shocked to their core right yeah um and that again just going back to how fragile life is right Mm -hmm. that um that we should still always respect each other that we should you know should we care about folks it's it's extremely unfortunate that that happened um but certainly i'm willing to bet that whether it was one of them or two of them or somebody in there had had realized you know that you know it's almost like a reminder, like, oh, gosh, you know, like, we're, you know, we're, we're you know, we shouldn't we be that disconnected. We're not that. untouchable. Yeah. The people,
0: we're, we are the people. Yeah. It's crazy. And I, this is, we're not going to go into this whole conversation, but I'm reading this book right here. I don't know exactly. Let me see the title of it. Let me see real fast. Republic. Um, what the heck's it called? How money? Anyway, it's, it's about how lobbyists are conquering Congress right now, you know? I'm not saying all representatives elected officials are bad people i think they're all good Yeah, i wasn't trying to say that. No, no they're all good-hearted people and they got indulged with this corrupt system and i think that's a regular thing that people don't realize what's happening even little things like um sugar and high fructose syrup like the way that they're getting paid out for that is crazy it's in the book like this is all facts too like they get corrupted they're, they're good souls corrupted by a system and I don't think every elected official is horrible. I don't want them to get hurt. I don't want them to die. You should see some of the stuff I've seen on social media, bro. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. how do you wish death or harm to these, to anyone? Um, elected official, just a regular person, a person who's trying to go into the Capitol. Oh, I don't want none of these people to die. That's why I was kind of saying, okay, if we're going to, again, we have President Trump inciting vi- violence, right? How about everybody else saying, shoot those white people? Yeah. Oh, everybody else when they were doing the riots in June, shoot all those black people. Yeah. Don't think that's fair. I think we should all keep everybody on one standard. If you're inside violence, you're gone forever. This platform that we're you're privileged to have is gone from you. You can't utilize our platform anymore on both sides.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that hate
0: speech has to go, bro. I know it's protected. Yeah, um, but it has to go.
1: I think I think like the way that we kind of stir ourselves in the right direction too is as um you know um and and again you know most of those elected representatives right you know they don't like the state that we're in or the situation you know any more than than we do mm-hmm. right um and some of them get elected in the position they have intentions and you know the hopes of fixing it right and they're in the same position that we are they are just our elected representative mm-hmm. right but i think uh, one of the biggest ways that we can kind of mobilize to get in the right direction is to establish term limits, right? Because mm. it, it really prevents, you know, our elected representatives from being able to become career politicians for a very long time to, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I just think it, it can just lead down to a bad road. I you
0: know, think, and this is for both sides, I think McDonald, Mac, is it McDonald? Uh, the head of the, the RNC right now. Oh, it was McConnell. McConnell, McConnell yeah, and yeah, Pelosi. Mitch, Mitch McConnell. I think they're all on their 10th, 12th term, bro. Yep. And whoever, the, I think McConnell just got reelected this past November. The person he went, they did put up a fight at all. Yeah. I'm sure he out fundraised them ten yeah, to well, one, yeah, all it comes, the way. absolutely. All the way
1: donors, and, and to be honest, like when you're a returning, you know, representative like that, it's really hard to get, you know, a new person in there to get um, support. You know, just because the money. Somebody, it, well, if somebody's already in there, you know, it's like, hey, let's just you know keep going with this and and that, and it's just. Uh, just a
0: reality. Definitely, group. turn limits would be something we could adapt. Consider, That's yes. how we you know the Constitution, the, a living, breathing thing yeah. that adapts to the times. And we should definitely do that. But we shall see, man. It's an interest, interesting time in our country, bro. It's um, scary. I was kind of low-key scared on Wednesday. I knew I was fine here, but as a bigger picture, there's no way the Capitol should be broken yeah, into. I mean,
1: it, it shakes you to it's your core, but I mean.
0: Especially when we're in session. It's crazy. I never thought that was possible. Yeah. Me, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm naive. Never thought it was possible. Yeah. Our enemies couldn't do that. Yeah. The, but. O- the overwhelming <laughs> thing
1: is uh, that's just one instance, right? I mean, like yes. we've been shooken to our core with oh the God. pandemic. We've been shook into our core with you know, these riots.
0: With that's the, why I'm scared we're going to get desensitized to this type of stuff and just think, oh, this is just another day. Yeah. No big deal. No. That's not good. I don't think that's healthy at all for our, um, yeah. our republic at all. So we shall see what happens. Yeah. But let's go into our next subject, business. What do you want to talk about, bro? I'm glad you texted me this morning. Uh, I know we even mean to talk about contracts and whatnot. We could do. I'm not here. I'm sure people could learn something from this. Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. So what um, are you thinking, bro? Yeah, man. The the you know the reason I was kind of uh, you know trying to um, you know reach out to you and just kind of pick your brain about you know business is because you know I know you're kind of involved with your thing and and um, you know this whole pandemic much like everybody around the country is I'm just focused on self-reflection right mm-hmm. and trying to realize that you know for me like I've trying I've been trying to soak up as much information as I can in the stillness right because when when this pandemic right when we try to get back to our state of normal normalcy right mm-hmm. I want to come out of here with new perspective yes new energy new plans and I just want the green light and I want to go. Yes. Right? And so I, I, kind of feel like if we haven't taken the time in the midst of all this to learn a new trait or to learn, you know, something or practice or you know, perfect our craft. then yes. Um, it's wasted time. You yes, know, bro. It, it, you, we always want to, you know, keep our, you know, brain sharp and things like that. And so as far as like, you know, picking your brain w- with business, I'm just, you know, trying to assess so many businesses, you know, are shut down by the, you know, the result of know whether it's a, a state um you know mandate or shutdown or executive order or whatever it may mm-hmm. be um you know and so it really it really you know this th- there's been a conversation of like oh i'm essential you know and uh, you know of course we're all essential yes right? but you know, the fortunate reality is that there's some industries that they've determined you know it's arguable whether you know whether or not those qualify you know mm-hmm. but that's a whole different discussion um whether they're essential or not whether they can continue so Mm -hmm. it kind of like makes you sit back and wonder okay you know like what space am i in what space do i want to be in my life has been affected Mm -hmm. you know whether i'm you know off work or i'm still working and it's hitting everybody different and so i've really just kind of you know played around with those those thoughts you know and realized okay you know what would be you know a good thing to take you know as far as an opportunity from this or something like that what'd you have in mind um, well, no, uh, I don't think I have anything you know specific at least for myself. But um, I'm, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm always concerned about people. And yes, so, definitely. You bro. Know, how do we adapt, right? Because I mean, years ago we were taking taxis, and now and now we Uber, right? Lyft, yeah. yeah. Right? It was yes. it was something that came of a change, and you know it took off, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking about. And I'm just trying to. I don't know, entertain myself, right? Yeah, no, definitely. We're, we're doing, you know, as much as we Convenience
0: can. Convenience is a big thing in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, Uber it, Eats, it, Lyft.
1: It is, and so I'm just... Target's
0: tr- dropping off groceries now. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Convenience is a great thing.
1: Yeah, so it, it, it's absolutely uh, unfortunate, you know, like with restaurants and things like that, that that's going on. Um, but that's kind of the thoughts that I was kind of gearing towards you is just, you know, understanding like, okay, you know, some people have, you know, these businesses, how can they be better? How can they adapt? If this is going to be a new normal, you know... What should we be aware of? You know, mm-hmm. what
0: should I? You know, so with the DJ business, meant, honestly, it's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. I haven't had. I think the only off month I've had, and I mean off month, as in I'm in the negative, like I didn't make any money off music, was probably the first month of the lockdown. Once Trump announced, you know, this is it's a nation, uh, a national emergency, and we're gonna be locked down. Like do those first two, three weeks when nope, everybody stood home. That was the only time I was really down and out. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some log I don't know if I, I'm sure you've seen the lockdown mixes and whatnot. Got tons yeah. of dude. I got a lot of donations. Yeah.
1: And that's yeah, blessing. That, and that's really cool. Right. Cause that you, was adapting you, to, you, to yeah, the times. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Right. And so I'm just kind of interested to hear people's stories mm-hmm. of how they're, they're adjusting. You know, mm-hmm. like I was talking to, um, or I was talking to somebody that I know, um, you know, we were talking about a certain business that's been around for a while. And, um, You know they're kind of just saying you know we're hurting just like everyone else right Mm -hmm. and so and so I was you know thinking okay well you know what's working what isn't working Mm -hmm. and the idea of food delivery came up and even though they're not doing it tons of people are doing that right Mm -hmm. I mean you know Rusty's Pizza's done it you know for the longest time definitely but you know even though that was you know something that seems so um, so simple right because it's a common thing their business hasn't done it, right? They haven't taken the plunge. And so mm-hmm. it requires us to be uncomfortable, you know, but really be intentional as to what we want to do
0: or mm-hmm. you know, figure
1: that out and then actually deploy it and do it. You mm-hmm. know,
0: so. I think it's been crazy when your back's against the wall, what you could do and how to adapt mm-hmm. to make sure that the lights stay on. Yeah. And we're still paying the bills and whatnot. The, I think the biggest challenge is, Competing with other DJs, honestly, price wise, yeah, that's the biggest hurdle. Because I cannot devalue my time anymore. I'm not, in, and I'm not saying I'm freaking rich or anything, but I'm not going to devalue my time to compete with somebody else who's cheap. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. That's one thing that's my biggest problem. I want to stay. I have to stay firm with the prices. I think the time, the equipment that we have, it's top of the line in my opinion. Like these QSDs are pretty penny why am, i can't devalue my time anymore like maybe in 2019 or or at current family yeah i was doing i'll do for 200 for the whole night it doesn't work like that anymore yeah. dude it's like 150 an hour like it doesn't unless you're family or something i can look out for you yeah is it something i want to be a part of yeah just say you know you got married yeah i want to be a part of that i'm in there I'll, yeah. we'll, we'll work something out um no drew's wedding like if so, a situation like that, that's always gonna happen. Family's always, you know, not gonna suck family for every dollar they got. Not it, that it's
1: kind of hard though. You know, it's it's kind of like you have to find that sweet spot of compromise. You know, because when you when you say that, right, and you are saying, um, you know, that's my biggest hurdle, right, mm-hmm. is that you know I can't compete with with you competition, know, folks honestly, that, yeah, that are that are willing to do it for lower, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the way that you kind of um, reinforce your ability to to kind of either retain your rate or even grow is obviously to um, is to I'm forgetting my words already uh, but is to hold down really like your credibility right? Yes. You know, so you do that by legitimizing yourself you know like building up obviously a good following A business uh, license. Yeah. yeah business licensing yes. right becoming legitimate yes. to the point where um, with those things that are more legitimate mm-hmm. you know as a result those things will those, those things will follow right? Definitely. Because at that point you can get more experience in entering into different um, arenas that you didn't do before, right? Like wedding expos, things like that. Wedding expos,
0: I'll say wedding yeah. expos is yeah, one? Which
1: will, which will in turn obviously raise your credibility at that point. Um, you know, your rate will
0: follow. Yes, we could definitely start, once you get the business yeah. level. that's a whole different, that's uncharted territory but, for me. See, yeah, yeah. That would be, and it, it's going to have, I was going to tell you that, that's something that we, I want to get done in the next couple of weeks actually because I knew we were going to have this convo eventually. Yeah. And I don't think any of that, What we're, we're trying to go next level, right? Yeah. That's not possible without the right way Yeah. we have to do it the right way
1: yeah and the and this, and the, the, the compromise spot is in regards to you know friends and family because uh, it's almost really like a respect thing right because um, you know the what both parties are trying to accomplish is really rooted out of like love and care right? yes. like I don't want to break your bank and you know I don't want but at the same time you know if the folks are asking for free services or something at the same time you kind of have to think you know as a business person you know my loved ones should want me to succeed, you know, and and that technically won't allow you to do that if you're doing it for free because then you can't mobilize, you can't improve your circumstances, mm-hmm. get better equipment, you know, and further your business. And I think that's something to take into that's consideration. that's what people kind
0: of forget too. The yeah. money is good, but the money's going back in the business, yeah. just like every any other business yeah. that we know. Any other, in the business world, we don't we make the money, but we're reinvesting it. That's yeah. how we grow. Um, with family, it's friends too, you know, I've done it. I don't ask anything for free. I want to ask anybody else to hook me up. It doesn't matter if it's freaking, any services you got, treat me like everybody else. That's usually my main thing, Mike. And anybody who's listening to this could tell you, I do that. My, my boy Bubba, he cuts my grass. Charge me like everybody else, bro. Yeah. You're gonna do a back cleanup in my backyard, charge me like everybody else. I'm not special. We're friends, I love you, but we have to, I have to learn too how to separate both. Yeah. So another circumstance, just say um, you know, Dom's gonna help my mom out with some stuff, you know, video video wise. Okay, Dom, I'm gonna help you out with your you know, he, he got me his brother in law, he's getting married, got me to DJ his gig. I'll help Dom out on that. I'm not gonna charge him one seventy five an hour yeah. for eight hours. Good penny. But that's my guy. Just make it work, and whatever you can, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm the, cool I'm, with that too. Don't like the word "free" a lot because that's just not with the time. Just to set this shit up, it takes time. At least pay yeah. me for my time. Yeah, Maybe not. That might...
1: the thing is like at least it's it's uh, it's comforting knowing that uh, if they if you know that they're aware. Yeah. Know,
0: of that, and you gotta have those convos. I think too, bro. Yeah. I've had convos, and I'm sure you have too. I just can't do it. I'm spraying myself thin. Yeah. Especially you know in the beginning. Uh, you know, current family was cool, good money, and we're adding this side hustle. But I was kind of selling myself short. That's why it was a blessing that I stopped working there and I started doing this because I started to understand my time is yeah. is gonna pay for everything I have, my car, just the you know the essentials that we all pay as adults. I need to charge this rate, and this is that's it.
1: And I think that's kind of echoed like throughout the world, right? Because I yes. say support local business. You know, mm-hmm. and, and now it's like it means more now than than ever before yes you know, and that's literally the respect issue it's like no we want to feed into your business we want to you to thrive because
0: to... it's nothing without the people yeah it's nothing i know we have walmart and tardy's corpse they're going to survive this but it's these locals that we need yeah, to help that's
1: been, that's been really difficult for me man is that uh when our whole life was disrupted you get taco bell mcdonald's all those places that didn't see a change
0: they made, know, more y- yeah, like, yeah, made more money. Yeah. Amazon made more money. And if
1: anything, they serve people faster, right? Because you get yes. through the drive through mm-hmm. um, You know, obviously, you go through Taco Bell, right? And you put it in your car and they hand it to you through a box or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's no contact there. Um, but it almost is, you know, with the exception, of maybe, maybe, I don't know, you know, a if, if few customers, you know, their business model didn't change. Yeah. You know? and, and it, it was, it's left me such a, you know, like a bad taste in my mouth knowing that 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 was occurring, you know? And so but at the same time, it, it's kind of hard, you know, because um, it's scary, you know, in your home, right? You're trying to save as much money because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. jobs are exactly. fragile right now. Exactly, yes. And, you know, to support local business at the same time, right, you know, it's, uh, um, you know, it may be a little bit more expensive, but that comes with the responsibility. And it's
0: a little you convenience know? fee, honestly. Yeah. The, yeah. That's why I look at it. Like my cousin owns Barnes Meats, you know, well, I'm always over there. Yeah charge a little bit more because it's convenient you're coming down here it's right next door to you uh yeah, i think it's been real crazy with this whole corp thing they're so they got like a 41. i was
1: just raising that point but to be honest i mean no matter how scary it is or how how much more like i'm, I'm always going to bat for them you know, yeah like, uh, just because i understand it and i'm not going to conv- be convinced otherwise i'm going to support local business I, you know,
0: we I, got to yeah. i've always so told me mike and, I, and i'm well aware bro that this light that's lit right now, this DJ light, it's not going to stay lit forever. One day, that 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 spark is going to go. And I, I'm i aware of that. And that's why I'm, I'm going to just keep pushing this as long as I can. I'm going to ride it out as long as I can. But I know that this is not possible without the people. Yeah. The word of mouth has been beautiful, dude. I got to tell people, I lift DJ Highland merchandise two pods. That's my source of income. That's all I got. And it's been okay. Yeah. I'm happy. But the merchandise game is crazy. That's one thing I want to elevate. Yeah. If you want to talk about one thing we could do with the DJ business, um, unlike McDonald's, we can't. We don't have a rotating door. I can't just rotate myself and just say I want to get better as a DJ. and just happens I could just find somebody to teach me. This is all by myself. Like learning your craft, reading a crowd, yeah. um, learning new music, learning old music. Because I don't have every song in the 80s, 90s that our yeah. dads dance to and shit yeah. like that. Yeah it's a continu- it's it's just like it's just like studying you got to keep studying yeah. the game um, that's difficult but I love it none of this stuff is work either bro honestly I'm telling you and I won't lie to you none of this is work dude it's been a blessing yeah. um I guess uh the, I guess the most difficult thing of the DJ is just staying on top of it and just knowing you every gig has to be better than your last gig. Uh but that's just the inner thing. I think that's just the inner thing that we go we go through. That's just something that we go through um ourselves. Other than that, just promo. But I think I'm trying my best to prom- promote as much as I can. Always could be better. Um but it's been healthy. It's honestly it's not it's healthy. Uh it's not I guess we could say it's not on a damn it's not on the ICU. Still getting I got a gig today. So as long as I keep getting the gigs, bro, I'm hungry. I'm still hungry. I'm always going to be hungry, dude. I don't, I want to legitimize and I want to do, I do want to take it to the next level. So whatever ideas you did have or have, I'll run with them, dude. I think, uh, like I said, you're a great mind and I want to learn as much as I can, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I never really you know claim to know it all or anything like that. I just uh, you're smart, care about though. folks, and I was I always want to learn everything, right? I mean, like I don't know the first thing about DJing, right? Mm-hmm. But like I'm interested in what people care about because I care about people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I want to learn people, and I, I just want to learn new things. I want to soak up as much as I can, definitely, um, just because I think it's a fun experience. And
0: uh, you're yeah, smart yeah. though, bro. You have a good heart, my guy. So thanks, man. I pretty, thanks. And that's like I said, that's you are any you're one of those guys too. And we're not kissing your ass. No one could ever say a bad word about you. I've never heard a bad word about you. I know everybody listening just would agree with me. And my mother, (laughs) yo, mother's always different. You know how they are. One day we're up here, the other day like, hey, come on. Shout out to Becky. But like I said, seriously, no one could ever say a bad word about you, bro. That's why you're my guy and. Like I wanna learn from you too. Whatever you have, any ideas you have. That's so why I said let's do it on the pod and kill two birds with one stone. I think yeah, yeah. people can learn from this too, you know? And yeah, it's cool though, man. The merchandise is fun. That's one I wanna take elevate myself, but there's not money in that, Mike. Just because I'm nobody I'm not a celebrity. Don't wanna be either, but celebrities could charge forty dollars a shirt. I could only charge twenty, twenty five, but just say 20 shirts get cost $300, you sell like 20 bucks or whatever, you're only going to make $100. Mm-hmm. And that's what, the merchandise game is kind of crazy. It's yeah. not that great. But that's why we're not doing merch to make money. We're doing merch to promote the business, to put it, the more, more people who wear the shirts, more people can see, oh, it's a cool little logo. Let's do it. Yeah, We got people like Rob, who's a freaking genius with the graphics. Most of my graphics you see with the DJ thing now with the cartoon, that's Rob. Yeah. He's smart, bro. He's always had that mind. So, merchandise the the merchandise game's cool. Um the the podcast is what I want to take to the next level. I think it has the potential to go to the next level, especially when I have people like you coming on. We can learn, just talk about we never talk about politics on this podcast. There's no one who could really understand you understand the way the foundation this republic was built. That's why I wanted you really to talk about what's been going on this week. Yeah. So I think when we keep that momentum, it's all about momentum too. As long as we keep the momentum going, we're gonna. I think we're gonna strive to another twenty one. Hopefully. Yeah, man. Um, do I want to DJ forever though, Mike? No. I know that's where Highland comes in now. We got our foot in the door. Yeah. I want to teach. I want to teach history. Uh, I want to get done with school. How long have i have been saying that shit for? Um, this is just kind of uh, it's a foot in the door, bro, and I'm really appreciative. And I'll you know, start off with just coaching basketball. If I wasn't coaching basketball, I don't think I'd get in this gig. Um, sucks that I had to leave Foothill, but I got to get the check. Yeah. It's another another stream of income. That's another thing. I don't know what... You think about it, but stream of incomes is where it's at, in my opinion. It's cool to have, you know, the 8-to-5 or the 8-to-1, that gig, but the stream of incomes is something that we all should strive to get.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Like, just knowing, like, you know, financial literacy and stuff and being able to. Mm -hmm. uh, And actually, like, when I said I've been sitting back, you know, and just kind of thinking about a whole bunch of stuff people's businesses, like, it's okay for people to dream, you know. Like, think about something, you know. Like, create an idea. Realize, step back, and realize, you know, um, you know what are we lacking? You know in the world, or what can I do? You know mm-hmm. what service can I offer, and and, and stuff. And uh, it's okay to dream and, and kind of play with those and think about. You know if you really want to, you know bring that to fruition or and it be a reality. Um, yeah, man.
0: And I think that's any. And I'm sure anybody listens. To this, I'm not bullshitting. I used to dream about this stuff. Oh, you know, I always loved music. I always wanted to DJ. I just didn't believe in myself. Didn't know the art of it. Didn't know the structure of it, the foundation. How do you mix two songs together? It's actually not that hard if you have the mind for it, if you know the songs, if you know the tempo you know um, the beats per minute you know where the song ends and this song begins the transition people don't give a damn about scratching you want to dance mike you don't care if i can scratch or not i realized that too i'm thinking i have to be a complete hip-hop dj you don't have to do that anymore it's just about knowing your music and what gets the people moving yeah, I know your audience. and treating people with treating people decent Oh man do like today Lady shot me a couple, uh, couple couple dollars for this gig in three weeks. She didn't have to do that. Gave her a personal call. Hey, thank you. Um, this is what you know, let's talk business real fast. This is what you owe, but I appreciate it. We need to meet up because it's at the 31st, but I don't like meeting up um, too soon. I, I'd rather do it two weeks than a week before the event and just telling her thank you. Just trying to keep a connection with my customers. I don't want my customers to be like, oh, I just texted you, you show up. I want to kind of get to know them, and they can kind of get to know me. They can be comfortable when they approach me. Hey, Aaron, I want this song. Hey, Aaron, I think you should play this. I don't want them to feel like I'm not approachable. I'm not easy to get in contact with. Yeah. I'm just a text away. And that's what people love too, man. I learned to be punctual, be early, keep my word. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, talk business the day before. I don't like talking business the day of, bro. That's my biggest thing. I hate talking business. Like, if you owe me money, I'm not showing up the day of. It's just not the way. That shouldn't work like that. Mm-hmm. It should be the day before, just for we could just have a fun time yeah. and just let me. Cause it takes DJ's not just plug this shit in and just let it play. You have to focus. You have to um, you gotta know your audience. You gotta be locked in. And when you have the back of your mind, man, this this for only five hundred dollars. I'm not locking in. I just know how I am because I've been burned before, and that's that's everything in business. Sometimes it's trial and error. You trust somebody too much, or you're just not. You're kind of scared to speak up. I think in the beginning I was kind of like, "Hey, man, you owe me this money," because I think, and I don't know, just the way I came up. When you when you confront somebody, it's usually it blows up to a, a bad situation, but it's not like that with business. Just confront. The answer's no until you ask it, and just be honest. That's why we have contracts. Yeah, which yeah. I think that's another thing we want to talk about too. I know in, in, before and in, in a couple months ago we watched about contracts. My contract's pretty simple. Yeah, it's just where it's at, how much I'm charging you, how much the booking fee is, if that booking fee is refundable and how it's refundable. Say thirty days before, thirty days in, it's not refundable. If you cancel, that's my hundred dollars. Um, the money's due the day before, and if you want to make me, if you want to keep me longer, it's a hundred bucks an hour. That's basically what it is, and I'm cool getting paid the day before. I know some DJs request half that the day you book. That's not my style. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. It's just not my. It's never been my style. Just give me the hundred to book because we have so many bookings. You have to pay for the date besides the the service fees. So that's one thing I I like doing too. Like there's a hundred on top of what we charge you. Yeah. Just because there's so many inquiries, sometimes and that's just yeah, that man, talk You gotta of have shit. some
1: type of recourse just so that way they can hold their spot. Yeah, and just make sure to, that it's a legitimate inquiry. Yeah,
0: yeah and then once you get that hundred in, I'm gonna send you your. I'm gonna send your contract and your invoice. So, what are you thinking, like contract wise, or what were you thinking about with the business? How to, how can we take it to the next level? What are you thinking?
1: Well, so so um, so it it's all gonna depend on what you've experienced, right? Because. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, contracts can be as long as can be, right? Yes. They're really daunting. They got they got you know, uh, flowery language, and they're all you know they got c- tons of stuff. And to be honest, you can go down a whole rabbit hole, right? Yeah. But but, at its bare form, a contract obviously is a, is an agreement, you know, between two parties, right? So much so that they understand that their their rights and responsibilities upon upon signing, mm-hmm. right? And actually, people get carried away with like, oh, well, you didn't sign this. But technically, under the law, like it just has to be – an a, I believe it's a, a mark to authenticate your identity, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even – it can be a smiley face. It can be – you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, now, the strength of that would be very poor as far as an agreement. But nonetheless, it's an agreement, yes. right? And actually, I don't actually kind of like to use the word contract. I like to use agreement. A legally but, bound
0: agreement, right? Yeah, Once only put the because mark on at it? least
1: for me personally, I, I think – contracts kind of have a negative connotation to them, right? Like, you know, they just... Like you owe me something. Yeah, like, oh, you know, I don't want to be involved in that, right? Or I'm scary. I mean, because when I think of contract, right, I think of my Verizon, you know, contract where I'm stuck and I got to pay this phone and Mm -hmm. I can't leave, you know, or something like that. Definitely. And certainly it's legally binding to you. But, I mean, the reason that we we enter those is not only to... um, you know, to secure an agreement and protect ourselves, but it, it's, you know, so that way both parties can reasonably understand what each is to expect from each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so an agreement, I think, has a little bit more of a positive connotation to it, and it allows you to understand that it's um, that it's kind of like, I mean, there can be unilateral contracts, but bilateral, you mm-hmm. know, be- you know, between two folks and stuff, yes. uh, depending on services and whatnot. But as far as elevating that, um, it would really come down to your experience, right? Because you know, we said it's okay to dream. It's and and, uh, but coming, you know, as far as having a dream, right? You want to be um, making sure that you set yourself up financially and being responsible. And, and you know, there's a degree of responsibility when it comes to owning a business, right? Yes, there's definitely some liabilities and stuff, and so you mitigate your risk by um, um, and and kind of what you encounter based on kind of what you include in that contract. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some things that aren't or that agreement, excuse me, that aren't going to be you know relevant. Um, but based on your experience, some of the negative things that are happening are things you try to avoid. You want to make sure that you put that in there so that they understand.
0: Like damage to my equipment. Yeah, exactly. That's and one things, thing th- I do need like to put that. in there, yes. Things
1: like that, right? And there's always going to be a circumstance that will come up that wasn't mentioned in the agreement. What do we do, right? And mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what the courts are for, and you know it's a whole other conversation. Yes. But the, the hope is that you you are able to include you know, what is going to be Important and impactful to your business Mm -hmm. right and what you actually care about Mm -hmm. what the customer cares about Mm -hmm. make sure that you guys are both on the same page Um, And so and so your agreements can evolve based on your experience, right? You realize oh, you know what? I don't my customers aren't really Okay with this clause and you know, what? I don't really think it's really that important So I'm just gonna scratch it and take it out, you know, Mm -hmm. or um, you know, you know, we had a an experience where Damage to your equipment occurred and they technically argued that they weren't responsible because you didn't put it in there right it wasn't mm-hmm. relevant and sometimes you know the the courts and again i'm no uh, attorney i'm no lawyer uh, or uh, you know a judge but um sometimes uh it could possibly be interpreted that well if you cared about it why don't you put it in there right yes you know um, yes. and not saying that that's always going to be the deciding factor in and dec- decision against you or something but um but that's something to consider, right? It's like, okay, well why didn't you mention it? You yep. know, why why didn't I know that? Why wasn't I put on notice? Mm-hmm. And so uh and so the the discussion that we'll have at a later time will be centered around your experience, what you care about, what is kind of uh maybe prevented folks from, from entering business mm-hmm. with you, um, or that you had to sway them and you know, maybe it could have been just said a different way, you know, so that way they're not as turned off to the idea, you know, Definitely. or something. Um so, so it's, uh, they, they could be really specifically tailored to a certain situation, to a certain relationship you're trying to have, um, and they could always you know, be amended or changed from there. Mm-hmm. But that, that's how you progress, is, is you know, making sure that things at bare minimum are there that are relevant, and then from there um, you, know, you, can, you can put some safeguards in there just to make sure that you're protected because you're hard-earned. Cash and your time and devotion is put into that equipment, to that stuff. It's all.
0: It's all yeah. I told. It's all I got. Yeah. I've been in. I think the worst situation I've been in this year, bro, and I'm sure other DJs could relate, is when the cops are called. What do I? I'm in a situation where we disc, we didn't discuss when law enforcement comes. You know, it could be someone drunk in the street, but they still break the party up or they keep it going. My thing is, or there's a fight. And that's rare. That doesn't happen often, especially the gigs I DJ. They have a little bit of class and everybody's kind of family anyway. But I've been in a position when law enforcement breaks up the party and they're telling me you got to stay. I'm like, well, no, like this is a hot spot. And at the end of the day, yeah, I don't have certain things I need to DJ. Mm -hmm. They could come and take my stuff. Yeah. And that wasn't in the contract. I've had bad experience. I had one yeah. bad experience with that like we paid you already and you're not going to stay to the time that you put on the contract. What's your she, she even told me, what's your contract worth? But I'm like okay, but what about if the cops come and we they take my stuff.
1: Yeah, perfect example, right? So exactly. so you can include that, right? You can save that that is something that's beyond my control.
0: Or an right? altercation, cops altercation. I've done. Usually, I tell people if there's a fight. and again say I had a. There's a. You know how it is with alcohol. Mm-hmm. There's a fight. I'm gone. That wasn't the contract. She wasn't too happy about that. But my safety. Yeah. Like, what if they bump into my stuff? What if they take this fight? They bring it on yeah. stage. It could happen. We. It might be a million. It's, it might be one in a million chance. But there's still a chance it could happen. Yeah. And I gotta protect myself. Yeah. This equipment's all I got. It's not. You can't just get this at, at Target. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, you're right. There's some things that we should put in the contract, and that would elevate us. I think. Yeah, yeah, for absolutely. sure.
1: And again, it's based on your experience, right? You're mm-hmm. like, you know what? Um, in this in in this industry, I've realized that this is a reoccurring theme that I need to you mm-hmm. know make myself aware of. And also, it'd probably be good to k- kind of keep your head on the swivel and understand, uh, you know, local, um, um, you know policies that have been in place in regards to you know noise disturbances right Mm -hmm. or code code compliance stuff like that definitely keep your head on the soil so that way you can understand and and really probably just come down to you asking those entities you know hey in this situation how you know um who's responsible for this you know they're Mm -hmm. a homeowner i i you know i'm not responsible for their guest i'm an invitee you know Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i i can't help that i'm simply providing the music certainly Mm -hmm. you know if if i um you know if i'm going to be considered as uh being a participant because i'm you know route you know rallying the crowd up you know then obviously you know at that point it's your responsibility to cut the music and Mm -hmm. you can only do what you can and you know of course the contract is left up or the the agreement is left up you know to the rest for that Mm -hmm. and then um you know god forbid you get into a dispute but you know then you kind of Get into litigation and things like
0: that. Yeah, I hope that never happens. I don't. I, I don't. But then you never know. Like you said, there's situations that I never thought would happen in DJing. Uh, but it, honestly, man, it's um, I'm negotiable too. I always tell people that. Let's, I want to do something that's gonna work for both of us. It doesn't always start off like that. But at the end, if I really want the gig, I'm like, okay, let's do something that works for both of us. Yeah. Um, but I think another way we we go to the next level is investing more into the business equipment um more i guess lights are cool i'm not this is nothing too Mike. people forget and um i'm sure djs can relate to this there's a production dj and there's a music dj what do you want to be you want to be the guy with the nice lights that plays okay music or you want to be the guy with the cool lights with the great equipment and plays great music keeps the people going I'd rather be the music DJ. Yeah. That's just me. People love production. It looks nice, but are you dancing at the end of the night? I've seen, and I'm. This is no knock. This is just the way it is. There's a lot of music, but there's a lot of good production DJs that have the nice lights. They look, you know, they look, they look great, but they don't get the people moving, and I've seen it, and it sucks, you know. But yeah. that's kind of it's another thing too. You're gonna be a production DJ. You're gonna be a music DJ, and I do want to meet somewhere in the middle. I think if I do, because I got the music part down, not the best in the world. No, I'm not saying that. But I do have a, I think I have a solid reputation of moving the people. I think a couple gigs in the beginning were rough because I was still learning the art of DJing. But now, honestly, man, they've been really good the last few months, maybe the last six, seven months, uh, they've been really going up to, uh, up north, like nine hours, people are hiring me out of state, New Mexico, never thought I could just word of mouth, so what I do, I feel like I am a professional, I am a professional, I feel, I know I'm a professional. But I tell people, too, what do you want? You want this production DJ that's going to make you look real nice, but you're not going to be dancing and having a good time, forgetting about all the problems in the world, or you want this music DJ who's going to make sure the people have a good time and they're going to be like, damn, that guy had the party rock and we had a fucking great time. Yeah, like That's kind of my conflict with sometimes because they do go to the production DJs. That shit looks nice. Yeah. It's worth the money. But are you going to are you gonna think back, oh, man, that shit is probably stuck with Ernie because I heard he has better music. So there has to be a there has to be a common ground I want to meet. So it's investing. That's how yeah, we get yes. there is Yeah, investing. yeah,
1: certainly. Because you definitely want to have a setup that's appealing. It's, it's, it draws them to you know the dance floor. The jack of like all trades. Yeah. So there's 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 certainly some room for
0: there. Yeah, definitely, and then like the podcast, I was just telling you, we need another laptop, another Mac, because this one's great, very good machine, but it can't can't it can't hold a podcast and hold all the music. Mm-hmm. We have fifty thousand songs here. No, we got to transfer all this to an external every time we do a podcast and we need it. We want to do video production. That's something I know I'm capable of doing. It's not hard. We got to get another Mac. We got to get lights. We got to get these mics are cool right here, but we need a mic stand for you. We need better mics. We need more. We need headphones. You need headphones. So things like that, I know we need, but this is getting us by right now. Yeah. So I would like to elevate the podcast. Don't know if you know the answer to this question, but how can I get my business license or whatever? Say uh, EC3 Entertainment. I want to put everything under one umbrella. When I go, when we do this the right way, DJing, STS podcast.
1: Uh well
0: to answer that, um Is that did would I put that as digital media, digital art, entertain uh digital entertainment? Like I want everything under one umbrella, dude. That's a good question.
1: Um and, th- and to be honest, I don't know the answer to that mm-hmm. one specifically. Um but that's all right. That just means that we're gonna look into it together, Look into it, you know? yeah, yeah, dude and we're definitely. just gonna figure out what that Looks like you know, mm-hmm. and what that entails, and if it's going to be beneficial for you in the long run or strategically, if you should separate it, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of have that discussion and uh, and and figure it out.
0: That's kind of like that's the dream. Yeah. I want to get everything under one umbrella, and that's how we grow an actual business. And this is cool. We're, we're this is gig work. Talk about business. Yeah, and um, that's kind of what I want to do, Mike. Eventually, I think it could be done too, bro. It's nothing but just going downtown to right here on fourteen, fifteen Truxton. And just talking to the treasury office or whatever, or I think that's is that what it's called?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, is it the treasury department? Yeah, oh, no. Well, uh, that, that one I believe I know it's uh, it's, it's a on county the, building, but
0: yeah, it's on the side of the county building. That's where you have to get all you get your your permit yeah, and your tax code um, and all that yeah, good and stuff. It's,
1: yeah, it's really just just starting, just asking questions. How do I start this? Where do I you know where do I go for that? And um the, I think that really is a part of perfecting your craft, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, it, you know goes you know without saying but it's like you know um, you know put your money where your mouth is you know like it, 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 I know you care about music but it, it could be across anything right like if, if that is your craft also you mm-hmm. know so you want to like legitimize it you want to make sure that uh, that you're protecting yourself and and I get it you know just because it, it's pretty hard you know because sometimes you know uh, there's finances involved and stuff and there's Definitely. you know there's hoops you got to jump through and stuff uh, but um, it's just it's just got to get
0: done, and it's got because you want you can't be a businessman without that. Yeah, and, and yeah. Essentially, you can't do none of anything we want to do yeah. on paper. Yeah. Can't do it. We got nothing to show for it. Yeah, and that's kind of the frustrating part too. You know, because I that's, I don't want to be like this forever. Yeah. I do need to legitimize it. And like you said, too. That's when we get to expos. That's how we get yeah. to the district. That's how we get these gigs. Cause some of these venues. We need your license we yeah. need your insurance Yeah, absolutely where's it at yeah
1: and that's that's what i'm getting at, no right? exceptions you, yeah you, you, you reach the point of legitimacy where you're now at that table right mm-hmm. now you have a portion of that uh of that customer base that's in those areas right mm-hmm. and so you know if you look from the outside you're like how do i get there mm-hmm. oh it starts by asking the question there for that license right and oh you got to do this but and then you learn things throughout you know Throughout your time, mm-hmm. and before you know it, you know a thing or two about a thing or two, you know. Definitely, and so it's a it's a process, you know, and uh, it's just like anything else, you know, it's going to come with time, uh, but it's a lot to look forward to, and um, and yeah, it's.
0: It's uh, not something that we, and at least my end, I wasn't taught this. Yeah, my grandpa owned a business, but I didn't. I wasn't wise enough. Yeah, man. I, nor I, care.
1: I think. I think in today's society, man, we need life skills class. You yes. Know? I, I think. Uh, yes. think That's a really big. Big
0: deal. I did not think about asking my grandpa, hey, how did you run this? What was your overhead like? You know, what were your expenses? How did, how did you make a profit? I didn't think about asking this man that until maybe six months ago. And he broke it down the, the roofing business, which I would love to get into one day, Mike. Maybe, especially when you have someone, in, you know, my grandpa was in roofing for almost 40 years. He knows the business in and out. Yeah. I wish that um, maybe, you know, we'll be able to invest in something like that since he knows so we shall see man um but hey i'm glad you came in we we'll have this conversation later and we'll definitely knock it out we'll get we'll get legitimized i think yeah man that'll be I'm, the way to go 2021 i'm, uh,
1: I'm excited for it uh I, I really just uh you know like i said i'm just interested in learning new stuff and and really more importantly, helping folks out. And so I just kind of like, it's cool that you're letting me be a part of your journey with you. Definitely. Uh, just because I think we'll both learn some stuff, you know, and, 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 uh, I think it'd be really cool just to kind of collaborate in that regard. And, uh, I hope you're, uh, you're your following and enjoyed you know some of the things that I had to say?
0: Yes, dude, I think it was really <laughs>
1: It was uh, certainly really fun and and hopefully uh you they come like back. it and I can come back. Yeah,
0: you come back anytime you want, Mike. Thanks, man. And I, and again, trust you, bro, you're my guy, so I have I'm I'm looking forward to it too. This Likewise. is a cool little journey, bro. Likewise. This is episode 64. Mike, do you want any shout outs or
1: fast before we leave? Uh, shout out to uh, just my family at home, my, my wife, Steph, and daughter, Ryan. Uh, you guys you guys are awesome.
0: That's my guy. All right, y'all. My name is Ernie C., the Gaptist Genius. Make sure you follow us on the STS Podcast 661 on Twitter and Instagram. And we out.